0: Welcome to the Pure Gasmic Love Podcast with Dragonfly. Ooh, that's me. Tune in for intimate conversations surrounding a range of topics relating to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. A sex positive space for mature audiences only. I love moving my body to that song that's a song i i have on my sensual embodied movement class that i teach love feeling my body moving to that song
1: that's a really fun song to watch you move to
0: <laughs> i love that
1: <laughs> i just thought i'd point out my perspective
0: <laughs> that is always welcome <clears throat> your perspective yeah in yeah. all the ways, yep. in all the ways. Yep. So that song is called "Unfold," and that is on our Spotify playlist, podcast vibin' pure Gasmic love. There you go. Yeah. Look it so up. Check, check it out. out. Every episode, I feature a song that I've been vibing to, and I add it to the playlist. So I've got a few on there. I don't have a ton. Yeah, it'll get bigger. But a few. Well, it, every podcast episode and. and every one. We are starting to drop to a month. Yep. Yes. That's the plan. That is a plan, man. So yeah. Ah, uh, welcome to today's episode where we are having a intimate conversation about relationship design.
1: Yeah. So it, you hear a lot about it. Like you're starting to see things, at least in our community. Well, do you hear people.
0: those exact words or is that yeah. something that you you hear me say a lot. <laughs> All right.
1: Sometimes I forget. <laughs> you are not everybody. Uh, no, I, I think it's a term I've heard other people use. I think it's something that is that the concept is becoming more common. And I think maybe that's that's where this idea came from to talk about it is is I do think it's something that, that's coming up because I think people are realizing that Kind of there's the not idea, one way to do yeah, a relationship. That there's one right way to have a relationship. And people are like, oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't listen to all these rules that somebody made up a really long time ago and are kind of silly. And we should just do what we want, uh, and what feels good. And that's broadening people's horizons. And and certainly we have a lot of conversations about this, and you have far more than any of us. Um, but As your sidekick, uh, I tend to get drawn into a lot of conversations (laughs) about, uh, you know, people asking like, what if I want this? Or what if I want this? Is this okay? And like, and does that,
0: is that the part that, that a lot of times is like, what? Like, why would you think it's not okay? Like, why would you think it's not okay to live your life in the best way that suits you and your partner that you are cohabitating together, sharing a bed, sharing genitals, sharing a life, and you're succumbing to other people's rules and regulations on what your relationship should look like.
1: Right. When you <laughs> put it like that, it sounds silly. But that's exactly what's happening.
0: Yes, and I, I and I about. really I agree with you. And and I've heard I've heard. I mean, we've got two daughters. Um, mm-hmm. Our daughters are twenty seven and twenty five. Yes, mm-hmm. is that yeah? <laughs> Sometimes I can't remember my own age, so it's not surprising I can't remember theirs. And and I talk very openly and honest with them about sexuality and relationships. Mm-hmm. And we are completely a hundred percent out in the open. Mm-hmm. I am no longer in the closet about anything that I do, (laughs) hence the podcast, Um, and so we talk about this, and you know, they talk about the new generations, right, Mm -hmm. the generation before me, the generation after me, well, the generation after us, speaking of our daughter's generation Mm -hmm. and stuff, they're a little more open-minded about these things, they're less succumbing to the rules and regulations of others, and I know a lot of people think that's a bad thing, and I think it's just change right some things i am a little bit more resistant to than others um but change is inevitable Mm -hmm. and when we are able to see that that the older generations now are realizing that they don't have to spe- specifically succumb to the idea of what they've always thought relationship had to be. And they've got a lot more years of programming. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, That's what I like seeing. And I have no problem talking about, not for shock factor because we mm-hmm. know some people like that, but but just when you hear people talking about, oh, those people. Right? And there's lots of those people in this world right now. (laughs) Right. And you could put that into any category, but when they're those people talking about people that don't just have sex with their partner, Mm. we are those people. Right. (laughs) We are in that category. Yeah. I love just sitting back and listening to their perspectives and um, know that their perspectives have come from a lot of, the message they've gotten growing up too. So mm-hmm. they they may not even know that there's an... an Well, ethical <laughs> relationships should be in everybody's relationship, whether you're non-monogamous right. or not. And that's why I don't use ethical non-monogamy. I use consensual non- non-monogamy, CNM, Because that's the difference between cheating, it being okay, and not being okay. Right. And I think what they've got in their minds is it's not okay because of many reasons religious aspects or otherwise Mm -hmm. but i see more and more of those people at least being able to accept when i say well my husband my husband and i have been married for uh 19 years and we're consensually non-monogamous and that's looked different ways and we do it very successfully now it's been really hard at times but so was a relationship being monogamous.
1: <laughs> right. Any relationship for 19 years is hard, <laughs> period, Great. at times. That's, just, that's how it works.
0: What I have specifically found, though, going through those things and choosing to be with other people and, and like I said, looking very differently because there's lots of different types and we're not going to get deep into that today. Right. A whole nother. That's it. Yeah, a... <laughs> it has their, their own segments, right? Um. But it, it forced me to look at my own shit. Right. When a monogamous relationship never did. Yeah. I, I definitely needed to do that in a monogamous <laughs> relationship, but it, it didn't bring up the things that being consensually non-monogamous has brought up for me specifically. Right. And I think people just, they just don't know that it's okay to be different. They don't want to be different, right? Because it sometimes it feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay being different because regardless if I want to be or not, I am. Right. In a lot of spaces in my life. So yeah, I think opening that conversation up to talk about what is relationship design. What can that look like for you? Right. I mean, we came from very two very different households. And so your mindset growing up in consensual non-monogamy, there wasn't. You didn't even know existed. Mm-mm.
1: Nope. Nope. It was, uh, <clears throat> and I never wanted anything other than monogamy. Uh, yeah. That was, you know. And and I think, uh, of the two of us, I think I lean. You, you know, it, it, that that surprises. Well. It surprises people who don't know us when they find out that you're the one that brought up the conversation of of being non-monogamous uh rather than me bringing it up because most people think it's usually the dude that's like that's going to be like I want lots of chicks so I want to be, you know, a swinger or whatever. Uh and I find it's actually a lot of times the opposite. Uh it's usually it's it's the women bringing it up, but once people know us, they're not surprised at all that you're the one that brought it up. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, of course it was. Uh, there's no doubt. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's a – I think we were talking about earlier that the first step is realizing you can. Yeah,
0: like, that's, that's super powerful. Like and that a, just – That's a big that's, step. That's huge.
1: Like that and, – and for me, that was, you know, I didn't realize that – you you could have both to i was raised thinking not maliciously not in any way someone trying to oppress me but when you grow up with you know i i grew up in a religion it was not a strict religion it was a fairly laid-back christian religion uh but they have teachings about what marriages look like and what relationships look like uh and then i grew up on disney movies like everyone else did and it was you know one and done and forever and you know the whole thing and so we all grew up on this programming and it's the same the same stuff and and i'm kind of a softy at heart i'm kind of a a romantic and so that that I love love stories and, and well, things like that. that. and your and your
0: visual perspective every day that you grew up was your mom and dad. Yeah.
1: They're still together. And They've they're still have been married together. over 50 years. Yeah. and
0: Right. And all, every person in your neighborhood.
1: Yeah. The, we had one couple. Same type that got of. got a divorce when we were younger. And it was like the whole neighborhood was in a kerfuffle over yeah. it. Like it was just not a thing. Um, so, I don't know. It was... But having that conversation and going wait what hold on that's an option like i i always felt like if you did anything outside of the relationship that was wrong regardless period doesn't matter that was because that's the programming right well in
0: my belief system if you do anything outside of your relationship and it's not consensual you're not talking and being open and honest about it it is wrong it's not okay
1: (laughs) right but I didn't realize it was a way to do it consensually. I figured it was just wrong, right? And so
0: you don't know that's an the option. option of
1: being like, "Wait, you can do this, and we can still be together and still have our awesome relationship, and we can do that or you can do that or I can do that or, do that, or whatever it looks like. And that's an whoa, whoa. and it and it <laughs> takes you you got to process that because again, you're undoing a lot of programming. You're undoing a, a lot. lot of these things that you don't realize is in there but it's in there.
0: (laughs) You know, one of the things that's, that's, I work, I have a huge demographic of, um, CNM couples Mm -hmm. and the newest of newbies that are just doing it for a couple months or even a couple years. It's, it's interesting, or maybe they just heard about this and they want to know more about it. So they've talked to people. They're super interested. They think it's for them. There's still this hesitation. There's still this this needing permission that it's okay to evaluate your relationship. And both of you to look at what a relationship like this may look like. And this is where we come into relationship design. Mm -hmm. So actually figuring out what that means to you and then what that means when we bring your partner into it and then and then what it looks like for both of you specifically and i'm going to tell you sometimes they don't match up Hmm. and that can be difficult it can be really hard to navigate but the fact that you just they they've been given the permission because a lot of people need that Hmm. they need to be told it's okay yeah so If you're listening right now and and you're one of those people, it is okay. It's okay to live your life. Yeah. As long as you're not harming anyone else, right? Right. That harm rolls over when you're not talking to your partner about it. And yeah, that can be super scary to hear about Dragonfly and E living like this and being super happy in their relationship Mm -hmm. like this. And I want to bring it home to my partner and talk to them about it. That can be super scary. Hmm. Super scary. Cause what if what if they freak out? Then then they think I'm cheating and all of these things cascaded things. So you just hold it in and then you just stick with the relationship you really don't want. Right. But when I talk about relationship design, it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Nope. Consensual non monogamy doesn't just look one way. And that's why I say that. It's such an umbrella for a bunch of, you know, swinging, polyamory, poly swinging, like oh, solo swing. Like mm. there's so many, you know, right. dynamics. Right. That's not really what's important specifically, but figuring out how you interact with others and then you interact together or interact together with others, or that's what the important, not the label right. you put on it, right. but how you're actually going about and moving through it. Right.
1: Yeah, and how how it feels? How, how it feels? Yeah, the for feels for are there. Involved.
0: Yeah, I'm a somatic sexologist, and I talk about the feels. The body is involved in everything that I do, mm-hmm. because guess what? Your body is everywhere you are. Your brain is not separate from your genitals, <laughs> and so we have to tap into the feels. We have to know oh. we ha- we can't be numb, and we have to understand what these things mean to us. Yeah. Right. So it's okay to have a beautiful relationship for 20 years and decide that maybe you would like something different. Mm -hmm. You could go a different path, right? And so it's also okay to be monogamous too. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You know, that's something I get asked a lot. Do I believe in monogamy?
1: I've seen it. It exists. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I <I'm> believe in it.
0: <laughs> and it does work for some people. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Work for a lot of Super happy.
0: Yeah. But don't judge me because it doesn't work for me. And yeah. I'm 100% open and honest about it. And if there was something that you were like, no, that doesn't work for me, well, then we'll, we'll work through that. Yeah. Right? I'm... And maybe it's not the best for our relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, we know couples that one of them is monogamous and the other one is not. They're married. Well, we do. We they're do. They're married. Yeah. And, and one of them has multiple partners and the other one is monogamous with with just her. And by choice. And they're both perfectly content with that. It's no one telling the other one what they have to be. They both decided this is what makes them happy. And so you have a half open relationship. Well, most people wouldn't think that's possible. Like well, no, it's like yeah. Well, if they're doing that, then you need to do that. And Like no, that's not what. It's he not a tit for tat, right? Because
0: he doesn't want because, it. Because
1: and they're both comfortable where they are, yeah. and they're fine. Yeah. So, you know, it pick it like. And what what makes me laugh about this is when people, you know, they're like, "Well, wow, there's so many different," things. and I'm like, "Yeah, but even monogamous relationships don't look the same."
0: No, some like, people do everything together. Some people do nothing together. Some right? people, you like, know, sleep in... We have friends. They sleep in separate bedrooms. They have a great relationship. Since
1: before they were married, they've slept... They
0: yep. have their reasons. Yeah. He snores atrociously. <laughs> she can't sleep. Right. They still cuddle. Yep. They still... But they just to sleep overnight to get a good night's rest, they, they separate. Sleep separate rooms. Great. Relationship design. Yep. And they are a monogamous couple. They're designing what their relationship specifically looks like to them, even though they are a monogamous no. couple. So there's no difference between that. Not
1: at all. Not at all.
0: And designing your relationship no. to look like other partners. But both you've got to figure out. Because when there's a need, mm-hmm. it doesn't just go away.
1: Nope. Nope. And And that can be really hard. Mm-hmm. that that gnawing on uh, both partners because both of you see it uh <laughs> the one who's going through it and the one who's observing it that if there's there's issues yeah. if those things aren't resolved so um yeah i like the fact that you gave everybody permission to be like go have that conversation like it's okay well and the thing no is- one's gonna no one's gonna come take you away no one's gonna you know, rip up your marriage certificate because you talked about having a threesome or whatever it is you want to do. Like it's, it's fine. You yeah. have the conversation yeah. because if, if something isn't there or, you, or everything's there, but you just think you could have more, fuck, awesome. <laughs> like add to it. You know, that's the best, Yeah, the best situation for relationship design is, which I think is kind of where we are now. You know, we are non-monogamous, but we're not frequently non-monogamous. Uh, and we have our
0: way of doing. We have what our works way. What works
1: for us, and we have a. You know, when we yeah. do it, it's not a. Well, I'm going to go do this because I feel like this is missing. It's let's go do this because this is awesome. But that could be awesomer. Like, so let's go <laughs> do that. Uh, so <laughs> it, you know. It doesn't have to be you're designing a relationship to get away from things or, you know, to, to make up for things.
0: Well, so. and I'm going to suggest something here. Okay. If you're designing your relationship differently because you need to get away from something, there, there's a, a bigger conversation that we need to have.
1: Right. That's Opening not... your relationship will not fix your relationship.
0: No, it rent. won't. Um, It will bring a lot of things up that you'll have to look at in your relationship. And you don't need to open it up to start doing that. That's the thing. Now, I can tell you what I just said earlier is it it caused me to think about things that I wouldn't have otherwise. It -hmm. does do that. But if you have a shaky foundation to begin with, I'm going to suggest you really get that solid before you even think about doing it. If you're dealing with trauma. I'm going to suggest you handle your trauma before you start engaging in what that looks like, because it just creates a harder way to go. You know, I use this analogy all the time. You're jumping off a cliff without a parachute. You get to the bottom and you're in a million pieces. You don't even have the tools or any knowledge to put yourself back together to get back up there to possibly jump off off the cliff again. Only this time you may have a packed parachute. (laughs) right so you're successful in your landing it's not a oh okay let's 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 lead a different relationship and let's just go jump go off do it. let's go yeah. do it okay it can it can work we didn't have anybody to guide us Mm-mm. and boy
1: we didn't do everything we right we didn't do everything <laughs> and we're
0: still sitting here today so right i'm not us. saying again, uh, right yeah that it will totally you will implode and your relationship will explode, right. right? But if it if it's not necessary to do that, to get to where you want to be, there's right. no reason to do it. Right. Right? So what would be uh, specifically something you could do if you're thinking about it? Well start thinking about what the ideal relationship would look like to you if you were to bring someone in a relationship do you even know maybe you don't even know what that looks like right maybe you know that you just would like to have sex with somebody else like that that could be fun right right and or maybe maybe you heard joe talking about watching his wife have sex with somebody and that really did so you want to know what that would be like maybe that's the place you start with right maybe you don't know what the options are so you start doing research to understand what the options are maybe Mm -hmm. you work with somebody like me right now i am totally full and I have a waiting list, so that can't happen right this second. But there's other ways of tapping into other mm-hmm. information. Like we're launching an app soon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great way to get basic foundational information mm-hmm. to start opening up your relationship, or to even just learn the foundational things. Because you know what I found? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I can see your face. I knew. I knew you're getting ready to say something like this. And then go ahead and say it no, if no, you want to.. Roll. But the same tools that are really good for consensual non-monogamous relationships are really good for monogamous relationships too. Yeah I,
1: Yeah. I, I've seen you do it over and over and over again with with you know uh, short passing conversations with people at events uh when they ask you questions like hey you're always getting what should we do here kind of questions how should we do this questions um as we walk around and and i see you do it with people all the time they ask you about consensual non-monogamy and you direct them back to but what do you want individually okay now what do you two want as a couple and they're like well no we're talking about a girlfriend like no 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 we're not there yet (laughs) have you figured this out What do you want? Okay. Do you have that here? Like, like let's deal with that. And, and I watch you do it and people just kind of go, oh, and it's, it's almost like, yeah, you gotta like, and even couples who talk about what they want as a couple, they'll come to you and be like, well, we want a girlfriend. Okay. And you'll go to them individually. Like, what do you, and they're like, no, no, we like, no, no, no. (laughs) You got it before that, like, and, and I think people forget that it's the same, a relationship is a relationship, whether you have one, two, five, doesn't matter. You're communicating, you're doing all of these things. You're doing all the same stuff. And like you said, good tools work regardless of how many relationships you have. Um, And very few people have sat down to think about, what do I want out of a relationship? Now that's not, what do I want my partner to do? Which is how Uh a lot I Uh did it when you're first, you're like, what do you want out of a relationship? Like, Well, I want her to have sex with me more. Well, no, that's not what you want from, what do you want? So you want frequent sexual encounters. Okay. So that's,
0: very right, you know, good so way to good way yeah. to say that. Those are two yeah, different two ways different of looking things. at it, and you really right. need to find out what you want. Because guess what,
1: you can have self sexual encounters, and there's your frequency. Like,
0: yeah, may, maybe that satisfies right. it. Maybe it doesn't.
1: Right. But you can start
0: having the conversation. One, one person.
1: What do you want as an individual with yourself? Okay, now talk about and then figure out how those integrate to what do we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen you do it over and over and over again. And then you see those people the next year at the event and they go, holy crap, we had the <laughs> conference. we went back to our room that night after we skipped. I've heard this so many times. We talked to you for like 30 minutes and then we went up to our room and we skipped the party and we got room service and we just talked all night and the rest of the week, it's been amazing. I've, I've heard that story every year at an event. Um. Wow. So it, I've seen, and it's always that it's the same thing. It's but what do you want? Kind of conversation.
0: You know the thing is is and I say this and I had one client say this all that like this was her favorite thing. You don't know what you don't know until you realize you didn't know that. Like I'm not the, I'm not the one that created that saying. People right. say it all the time. Yeah. But it's true, and in, in a world that we have not been programmed to accept or understand or know anything about, or have the skills being taught—I mean, well, that's sex, period, and <laughs> relationships. We don't have a relationship class. Actually, I did have a relationship class. It was called relationship class. Interesting. I did in school. I did not. No, I. Most people <laughs> do not. I don't think. But relationship class was modified had, type of thing we of had home ec. dancing. <laughs> Okay, I used to square dance, did you know that? Did you know I went to Silver Dollar City and went on stage and square danced when I was like 10?
1: That's awesome. We swear square danced in class. Square dancing. Yeah, me. You.
0: Square dancing. Yeah, I well, I like to dance. Not a, fan but- of,
1: <laughs> not a fan of a hoedown these no, days. No, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the
0: music that I dance to, but damn, did I square dance in front of a huge crowd. And I cannot imagine that because I used to hate being in front of a crowd, right? So anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> side side thing cuz that happens. We're not taught these things. Mm-hmm. We don't know these things. So how is somebody really supposed to know until Joe and Anne down the road go, "Oh, yeah, you're going out of town. Well, where are you going?" To- "Oh, well, we're going to something called Naughty Naughty. "Well, what is that?" Right. They didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. So now they do door open door open
1: Mm -hmm. next step's yours
0: right right you know it's interesting to me being on the out one side of the doors at the events and being on the other side of the doors at the events and what i mean by that is being out and about um, dressed up in theme wear and, and hanging out and doing all the fun stuff, but then having private sessions with these couples, the same couples you're seeing out and about mm-hmm. behind closed doors. It's really interesting the difference between what I hear. Mm. and The what face, I, versus, the the face versus what's actually <laughs> going on, right? And what I have found, we need to have more conversations and we need to dig more into what we want. And how we want it to look like, not what everybody else wants Mm -hmm. ours to look like, not what we've been told it has to look like. And a lot of the things that I come out with and have integrated into my teaching is based off of the things I'm hearing behind the closed doors. Mm. Because when I go behind the closed doors and I work with them there, (laughs) the response I get is, hey, when we were doing that, we kept practicing. And guess what? It helped. Mm -hmm. That's super important. That's super important because my mission in this is for you to be happy, healthy, and fulfilling whatever it looks like to have pleasure in your life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So relationship design is a thing. Mm -hmm. And
1: And it's okay to do.
0: And it's okay to do. So if you're at all curious, get online. Start researching. Mm -hmm. Start tapping into people. Um, listen to this podcast and when we launch the app get into the app because I would say at least 75 percent of my community that I work with mm-hmm. is consensual non-monogamous yeah. in all different levels yep newbies too long time <laughs> 20 year 30-year,
1: 40-year veterans. yeah.
0: (laughs) So it's pretty amazing as long as we're open and we're willing to say, you know what? Sometimes I don't know. And I would like to know, so I have more pleasure. Mm. Super awesome. Absolutely. Anything else to add? I'm good. Awesome. We're going to close out this podcast. Remember, the choices you make, the programming you follow, relationships you engage in, and the sex you feel is yours. What are you choosing? Till next time, orgasmic breath, love, and hugs from my heart to yours. Bye. Bye. Mm, I do hope you enjoyed this episode of Pure Orgasmic Love Podcast with Dragonfly. And I look forward to teasing your ear holes in the next one. Do you love what you hear? Well, I'd love to read it. Leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. In doing so, you too are helping others listen, connect, and discover more pleasure for their lives as well. If you have a cue and want our perspective, submit it at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. Want to discover even more? Slide on over to puregasmiclove.com.